TV told me that if I eat bugs and pay more money to the government, my weather will be gooder. The Kate Daly Show starts now. Rulers of the, of the world, authority and power will shift away from humans to computers. And most humans will become economically useless and politically powerless. Already today, we are beginning to see the creation of a new class of humans, the useless class. Just as the Industrial Revolution in the 19th century created the new working class, the proletariat, so now the artificial intelligence revolution is beginning to create the useless class. I can't tell if he's for or against the useless class. So he's saying authority and power will shift away from humans to computers, and that's crazy. Alexa, turn this off. <laughs> oh, welcome, Kate Daly Show. I know. Uh, that was Yusuf. Uh, really giddy, rather giddy, over the fact that we are a bunch of useless um, eaters and... Um, and he's there to point that out and also pretty happy about it. And um, he's just sure of it. Hmm. I know. He sounds like the, the, the Nazi criminal bad guy in a movie, right? But that, that's his statement. He's sticking to it. Is uh, He's Klaus Schwab's right hand. And, of course, uh, it's all about making sure that um, we become what they, what, how they see us. And I think... I actually think we're pretty much, well, we're more there than we realize. <laughs> so anyway, they're, they're trying to sell that and giddy. They're just really giddy about it. It's very, very strange. I have Melissa Smith on with me today. Welcome, Melissa. Hi. Mid- Glad to be here today. Midwest Melissa. <laughs> and uh, just a couple of things. Number one, we have a new time coming on Monday, March the 4th. The time of the show will shift to 1 p.m. Mountain. And uh, we'll be making that shift on the website, too. I just want you guys to know you can still stream the show, still find us on Rumble, still find us on Lindell TV, which is frankspeech.com, the app on your Roku. You'll still find us in all the same places, same stations, but it'll be on at 1 p.m. Mountain Time. That's 3 p.m. Eastern from now on. So I just want people to be very, very aware of that. That change comes on Monday. And uh, it's going to sneak up on us pretty fast, actually. I did the Alex Jones show today, and um, and I also did an hour on just sort of random insights, random insights, things I think about, questions I have, and uh, honestly, all about courage, curiosity, and the questions that we should be asking and how to vet a politician um, with the most important questions and how to kind of catch them on who they actually really are. So... You might want to check that out. It's at band.video. You can check that out. Also, Marianne, good old racist Marianne, who likes the racist prayers, who always runs on the left. She's the shill for the left, and we have Nikki Haley shill for the right. So these two women are proud to pony themselves up for the races. Um, Everyone knows they're fixed, but it's always so interesting. I wonder what they get for that. And then also, I just wanted to mention, too, um, that uh, Mitch McConnell is said he's saying, you know, he's he's doing the right thing by stepping down from the Republican 
uh, the Republican uh, longest leadership ever held in the Senate. And um, he's not going anywhere, though. Really, he should be stepping down completely. He's been going since 1985, the little Energizer bunny out to screw you and me. But he is stepping down. And the big headline was, it was kind of funny, last bulwark to MAGA is leaving. And I'm laughing because it's such a lie. But And it's the left-right game over and over and over again that's getting shoved at us. But I wanted just people, I mean, the guy had a 57% score um, in the in the new Freedom Index, uh, in the Freedom Index scoring at the New American, 57% is worse than a lot of lefties. And so this guy stood for nothing since 1985, is pretty horrible at it, and um, never once stood for liberty, never once gave you back any liberty, and dismal career, um, it's sickening, right? The face says it all, he's, Mitch McConnell's face. He's the representative of the Uniparty. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. No, that's all it is. Yeah, him, Lindsey Graham, whatever, Mitt Romney, all of them, yeah. right? Whatever brand name they slap on, yeah, it doesn't matter because it's all the same. Yeah. in the end, he's a shill, and uh, and so he'll do whatever he's told to do. A lot like your local politicians, a lot like mine, a lot like uh, what's going on in the world, and so he's not going anywhere and he is not the last bulwark against MAGA. I mean, it's just such a ridiculous statement, but whatever. Anyway, it's there to conjure up the right left game to give validity to the election process. that's about to happen. Does he not read the headlines? Does he think being a bulwark uh, against MAGA is going to help him? (laughs) Has he not seen any of Trump's numbers? Whether you like Trump or whether you don't like Trump. Yeah. It's just not about that. Yeah. Saying, Trump is going to be the candidate. Folks. Right. It's, so I don't know who he thinks he's fooling or appealing to, but it's, it's not even know, about he's that. Not the, no, it's yeah. stupid. It's about so, it's about giving validity to the elections by making it look like the right left game is an actual working thing. And that you now have to you so so that we're driven to sides. That's really what it's about. And. And I think it's it's really more about uh, validating the election process, because if there's a fight over it and there's constant headlines, right, left, right, left, right, left, then we think it's valid. <laughs> so when we go to vote, but, but. You, know, you know, Kate, don't you think some of that? I think I think that's worn thin. Uh-huh. You know, people are no longer even even people that I know who have been kind of left wing ideologues. Mm hmm are kind of shrugging their shoulders anymore. Like, mm-hmm. this is just stupid. We all know, mm-hmm. and we all of us, the little people that don't really matter in the elitist worldview, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we all know that it's a game. Well, Everybody knows. Um, I told one of my most yes hardcore, no. hardcore mm-hmm. left-wing, left-leaning friends a Biden joke, and he thought it was the funniest thing he'd ever heard. Oh, yeah. So I mean, tell me they don't know. Everybody knows. You'll see more of that, but we still have the right-left game going or other people wouldn't be tuning in. So the the biggest headlines they have are the right-left paradigm headlines. And so it's always Trump did this or that, Biden did this or that, you're either on the right, you're either on the left, and it's it's about warring. At the end of the day, people still believe that the sides exist and that the other side's the problem to a certain extent. And that they still believe that even though nothing's been done, that the elections are valid somehow, some way with magical pixie fairy dust. And it's so amazing to me that it continues on because if the elections actually mattered, they wouldn't be talking about it every day. They don't. But uh, honest to goodness, I think 
people care a lot less mm-hmm. than the media thinks that yes, we care. That could they be. continue to push mm-hmm. those. Uh, they continue to push headlines out all the time. Right. But okay, true confession, right? You know that I'm a I'm a Meghan Markle, not a fan. I'm an anti fan. Mm-hmm. But she's like know, a car wreck, people... and you keep watching, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, it, because it's fascinating and it's diverting, <laughs> okay. right? It's uh-huh. better than thinking about my own train wreck. <laughs> but what what what's happening is there's people who are pushing headlines out there, mm-hmm. and they're not even true, and nobody's even reading them. But that doesn't stop them from pushing it and from saying, "Look, look at how important yes. this story is." You're right. But none of us believe it. You're right. None of us believe it. There's still a lot of people out there, but I get that. I get that people the are finally people, starting to figure it out. It's like it's like the Oscars. Nobody yeah. cares who wins the Oscars anymore. The only people who care about it are the people who tell us that we should care about it. <laughs> but so nobody's true. listening. The celebrities and the people that say yeah. that we should care about it. Yeah, it's the truth. Yeah. It's absolutely the truth. <sighs> Let's talk about billionaires. Yeah. Oh, let's do. Okay. So the hottest thing, if you want to be on the in club, mm-hmm. the hip guy, you got to follow Mark Zuckerberg's league mm-hmm. or his lead. Mm-hmm. He's got a 1,400-acre ranch on Kauai Island in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And what's he doing? He's got a 5,000-square-foot underground bunker. Yeah. What's he doing with the big bunker? He's not the only one. This is the, the, the new Billionaires Club. What they're doing all over the world is building these apocalypse, we'll call them zombie apocalypse, mm-hmm. underground bunkers. Mm-hmm. So the question, and, and these things are, some of them have hyper up-to-date, full-on surgical suites and medical facility availability mm-hmm. Um, they're fully stocked with pure, clean food mm-hmm. and, you know, every kind of pharmaceutical you could need. I wonder whether they're stocking the, the vaccine. That'd be kind of interesting to know, huh? Um, but they're, they're too uh, smart not to take it. I tr- trust me on that one. This is why Bill Gates have, never gave it the kids vaccines. Go ahead. <laughs> some of them have these. I was reading about one of them today. Mm-hmm. It depends on how flamboyant you want to be. One of them has a... A swimming pool, this is like something out of Austin Powers, I swear to you. It has Mm -hmm. a swimming pool that has a divided area Mm -hmm. and there is there's they have sharks on one side and they the sharks can swim down underneath the pool you're swimming in Mm -hmm. or to the side of you and it gives you that super hyper, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm so amazing feel of being of swimming with sharks. Like, why? What is the purpose? This is all an underground, impregnable, inaccessible with Mm -hmm. vaults and food and all. What are they so afraid of? Hmm. You know, we all know that the government has built these kinds of uh, quarters, if you want to call them, Um, these these doomsday uh, shelters inside mountains, inside caves and, and all the rest. Right. We know the government's been spending a lot of our money, a lot of missing money on things like this. So sometimes I wonder if the billionaires, if they're writing the articles about the billionaires doing it, because yeah, they want you to know something's coming. And we'll talk about that uh, more because there's different ideas, right, Melissa, about why they're building it. But also for the fact that you have to look like you have all this money to do it, we can create things too. And we can get together and combine resources to build things as people. 
But I think they're trying to make it look like it's a money thing with the billionaires. The billionaires can afford it. We can't, even though I think the government has built plenty of quarters for them for a long time because these are their yes men, right? They'll protect them. Maybe. Uh Just an idea. Maybe. Just an idea. Maybe. Hmm. You know, it's like Cold War thinking in our day. Mm -hmm. And what Cold War are they so afraid of? Well, they're putting a lot of money in space, but they don't seem to think that going into space is going to be a way to get out of Dodge. But they sure think the bunkers might be. What they're doing (laughs) instead of going into space is they're buying their own private islands Uh that don't require, they they call them golden passport or Mm -hmm. golden visas. Mm Mm-hmm. Meaning if you own the entire island, it's your own country, right? You don't need a passport or a visa to go to your own island that you own. Think Epstein Island, maybe. Okay, we're going to come right back. More with Melissa when we come back. Don't go anywhere. Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com. Hey, America. How tired are you of mainstream corporate media's biased narratives and manipulated news? Their dishonesty and attempts to influence this generation have been exposed, put on display for anyone who's even half paying attention. But the New American Magazine has been an honest source of news and commentary for over 50 years. This is your opportunity to receive the stalwart of principled journalism at a deep discount. Picture a beautifully published magazine arriving at your doorstep twice a month, packed with insightful stories written with integrity. It's also available digitally on the New American's mobile app, Get up to speed with intelligent coverage from a freedom perspective. Right now, for a limited time, The New American is available to radio listeners at a 25% discount on a new subscription. Visit thenewamerican.com slash radio25 and receive 25% off. Subscribe today at thenewamerican.com slash radio25. This is the Kate Daly Show. Welcome back, Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com. And of course, activatefiq.com. Make sure you get your supplements there, only because they have the best absorption that I've ever seen. And they actually work. And so I have drawers full of supplements, as you can imagine. People send me supplements from all different kinds of companies. But the reason I like these ones, and I always take these ones, um, is because the fact that they actually absorb and they work. And you you can know and detect that they're working. So I think that's pretty powerful on it all on its own. Go to activatefiq.com. They have a new histamine that's natural and um, brand new. And you can go find that there. Code word is Kate. Activatefiq.com. Okay, easy peasy. Um, Melissa. Yeah. Back here with you. We were just talking about all these ideas because I felt like there was a reason that they're telling us that the billionaires have this because the the, the, con- the contractors signed agreements. So there's a reason that we're getting told the amount they're spending and where they're building it and what's going on. And that's interesting because we know the government has probably laundered a lot of money into these kinds of things. And so are they shifting everyone's attention to the billionaires doing it? What's your theory? Well, I guess question one is, who's telling us that they're doing this? Is it them pushing that information out so that they They, can be like, look at me, hey. And maybe they are. Some of these people are that psychopathic and that narcissistic that Mm -hmm. they want everybody to know how amazing they are. And they do own the media. So, 
it it might yeah. be something else too. It may be that the government is pushing this information out there because I I have had this kind of this is the the you know the the gut feeling that things are moving fast mm-hmm. and that some of these people can see people waking up and when it all comes out in the open, they're very afraid of what our reaction is going to be. Mm-hmm. So this may be the government pushing this information to say, Oh, not don't think about us. Look at them. Those are the guys. Look, they were the ones that ran away and hid right. because we're not hearing about the government bolt holes. Okay. We're not hearing about their mm-hmm. places to go run and hide. We're hearing about, you know, Sam Altman, the CEO of OpenAI. We're mm-hmm. hearing about, you know, Mark Zuckerberg. We're hearing about Bill Gates, who apparently has security in these underground complexes mm-hmm. at every house he owns in the world. What so if, they want mm-hmm. us to think they're the guys that we need to go after. What if they're telling people all this information that they say they can't let out, which is really ironic and funny if you think about it. Top secret information, but here it is. Um, So maybe they're doing it so that we think those people are there, but all along, all along, and this is why these top secret um, contractor notifications, maybe they aren't really being built. Maybe all along it was the government building them. They're going to protect these people that have done their bidding. And um, we go to the places where we think everyone is that we've been told about for for, for a while here. And in January, this news hit hard. They were saying 15 billionaires were building these things. That's a pretty specific number. And the amount of money they were spending, another specific number. And maybe we think they're there, but they're not. We wouldn't know where they were. Just an idea. Well, I I think, honestly, I think there are some people who are very afraid Mm -hmm. of a French Revolution. And they're afraid if they don't have a place to go where they can lock the door and hole up for a long time, that there will be guillotines on the street. Having said all that, knowing where these people are building these places, Mm -hmm. like, I'm not going to be able to go to Hawaii to go get Mark Zuckerberg. Right. And the people on the island where he's living are not going to they're not going to marshal any kind of big, why do you need an Apache helicopter launch pad or, you know, (laughs) a pad to bring in the Mm -hmm. Apaches. Mm -hmm. But it made me think about what Joe Biden said when, when people were like, well, I got to have my second amendment rights. And he's like, what are you going to, you going to, with your little gun, you're going to take on the Apache helicopters. Mm -hmm. Remember that? Mm -hmm. It was a weird comment. What was he threatening? Are they building some kind of alternative, army who knows these are people who have plenty of money to do what Mm -hmm. they please in the world but i do believe that the elites are Mm -hmm. afraid Mm -hmm. maybe they're they're not afraid of they've they've done there's they they saber rattle a lot Mm -hmm. and this may be the kind of pr campaign like we're going to be untouchable you're never going to get close enough to us maybe they're not building them at all just putting it out there maybe just maybe they're not what building them at all maybe they're not actually building them who knows no i think they really are i i Mm -hmm. think they really are there's there's too many no you know the cia can put up any kind of front business they want but Mm -hmm. i think there's too many witnesses there's construction workers who know this who Mm -hmm. are actually talking about it Mm -hmm. but uh, you know you can get this is where you know conspiracy theories you can get lost in are they all cia plants are they all lying about everything all the time i think it's maybe more of a truman show than we think 
Have you ever heard someone say, the system's broken? Sure you have. Well, it's not true. America's founders created a brilliant governing system that prevents us from having kings, queens, dictators, and even czars. We the people can replace every elected official in a span of six years if we so choose. Here at the John Birch Society, we believe the only way to liberty, prosperity, and national sovereignty is not only understand what's in our founding documents, but demand that every elected official adheres to them. The reason we have a ballooning, reckless, and corrupt government is because elected officials aren't following the Constitution. The John Birch Society is principled, coordinated, effective activism. We believe the Constitution is the solution. Join JBS and change America. Visit JBS.org or call 1-800-JBS-USA1 to get involved. That's JBS.org. This is the Kate Daly Show. I need to break the chains, but the chains keep on breaking me. I need to get away, but you will not free me. Welcome back, Kate Daly Show, oh, katedalyradio.com. If you haven't uh, texted Birch yet, the number is 989898 on your phone right now. I know you've got it in your hands. <laughs> Don't lie. I know you do. Most of you anyway. Um, and uh, all you have to do is text 989898 and you'll text Birch Gold. And I'm telling you, this is so fantastic to get free information that will really help you. And if you decide to get your assets backed with gold, it doesn't cost you anything. I don't know of anything more powerful and a powerful way that I can help you other than hand you the people that I trust the ones to buy gold and silver from, the ones that can help you take the steps necessary to back what you have with gold out there and have that not cost you anything. And there's ways to get $10,000 worth of free gold and silver when you do that. And they have a brand new article out talking about how gold is right where it's supposed to be right now. And this is the time. And I agree with them. This is your window. Please text my name, Kate, okay? K-A-T-E, four letters, text Kate to 989898 and do something that will give you some peace about the future. I promise you this will give you peace and all the customer comments coming into me are so amazing and I thank you for doing that because I know that you're getting the right kind of help from the right kind of company and they're very red-pilled. You'll love working with them. Birch Gold, 989898. Take those steps, create some peace in your life. That you have control over. Okay, Melissa, um, what direction did you want to go in? Because we talked about a couple on the break. Well, yeah, if you want, we can just introduce a whole new topic sure. here. Okay. By talking about the picture you posted on Facebook about your, your high oh, school class. Okay, not my high school class. <laughs> it was uh, about a decade before me, but it was uh, 77 1977's class at my high school in California. And I noticed there was no obesity. Everyone was thin. And I made that comment and boy, did the comments come piling in on uh, the Kate Daly show, Facebook page and my own page, because people are recognizing that something changed drastically. And that's true. We used to eat in a lot more. We have chemicals in our food. Now Um, we have all kinds of problems and they did the new pyramid that was a total lousy lie, and we followed that pyramid, and now we're obese. You take a class picture now, it's a lot of obesity. What was your take? 
Oh, my take was there were also no blue-haired people, and everybody knew which team to try out for. <laughs> no debates over male and female and what that means and 5,000 genders? No. I know. You're no, right. there weren't. You're right. And, you know... The chemicals? Okay, so this kind of... Hmm. On the one hand, we talked about fluoride a couple weeks ago on the show. Mm-hmm. Fluoride does bad things, not just to our bodies, but to our brains as well. And a friend of mine pointed out that fluoride, one of the things that it does impact is the pineal gland in your brain, mm-hmm. which is the the source for some of the gender issues. It, it, there's a whole lot of stuff. So we're being poisoned inch at a time mm-hmm. um, with the things, environmental poisons in our food, in our air, in our water. And I, I kind of want to use that as a lead-in mm-hmm. to this other issue, which, I, and I'm not a TikTok user at all, but periodically I see a TikTok that's posted elsewhere. And mm-hmm. there was one of Gen Alpha children, that, that's the current, like the little children now are Gen Alpha, and their use of, like, um, iPad and cell phones and what's happening with the ipad generation these little kids they are being babysat by parents i I, we all see this at like you're walking through the grocery store and here's the kids sitting in the cart with mom's cell phone Hmm. or i remember our first family vacation we at the time everybody had to have you had to have a video player for your car for vacation because your kids would get bored. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember we told our kids, hey, everybody has a screen right next to them. It's called the window. <laughs> look at look at the things that are changing as we go out the wind. Go, you know, as the window changes, you think of what you're going to see. <clears throat> but they're they're beginning to have some information. Children. Try taking an iPad away from a three-year-old who's addicted already at three years old and watch what happens. So They true. will scream. They will throw tantrums. So some of the child psychologist people that study such things are beginning to say that the iPad generation is being negatively affected by all of their screen time. And when we say negatively affected, I'm talking about developmental, physical developmental milestones. Mm -hmm. For example, kids who only know how to swipe Mm -hmm. up or down Mm -hmm. or, you know, on a touch screen. When they get to school, they're finding that they do not have the physical, that pincher grasp that you need to hold a pencil Mm -hmm. is underdeveloped. Wow. So remember when they took cursive out of our schools mm-hmm. and we all said, oh, bad common core. I'm wondering whether that was a front for what they were already beginning to see with children who did not have the physical ability to hold a pencil appropriately to learn to write with cursive. That's shocking. It's shocking. Uh, it makes me really wonder. That. I don't I don't have the hard science on that, but <clears throat> But what does an iPad teach you to do? To tap, to swipe. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not we're not teaching kids to build with blocks, which builds that kind of hand motor coordination that they need. Right. Right. Ooh. So and 
So they're also finding social modifications, social behaviors are not kicking in because children, when they're given a screen at a very young age, then they are not learning to read facial signals. Now think about the poor kids that were little all through the lockdown and mask everybody up and here's your iPad. Here's a screen to entertain you. They have not mm-hmm. got the ability right. to look at someone else's face and read it appropriately. So true. Wow. That's yeah. an ugly, ugly well, thing. It's, um, it's interesting. My daughter, um, my daughter bought a um, exercise, like a gymnastics mat uh, for Christmas for her uh, kids. And it's been really fun to watch them want to go outside and just, just play and exercise and, and, and try things out in a gym, in a gymnastics environment, right. On this mat that they can kind of move around. It's big, but they can move it around. And I thought, what a great idea. We've got to get our kids active, active, active. You're so right on, on this. And that's really scary. They can't hold a pencil. Yeah. Well, the other thing it does, all of this swiping and tapping and, you know, the, Mm-hmm. the inability to develop right. you know the fine motor coordination that they need is also impacting their brain chemistry right I, this is bad stuff i i personally don't believe that any child under about 14 mm-hmm. should really have any kind of personal phone or yeah. that kind of stuff we should not the use of the iPad or the the cell phone for entertainment should be really limited in small kids because what are children most interested? They want to go, oh my gosh, my favorite game when I was a little girl, mm-hmm. and I'm not very far off that 1977 graduation. Mm-hmm. We used to get a bucket and we'd fill it with water and we made what we call witch's brew. <laughs> and witch's brew was rocks and sticks and... Mm-hmm grass clippings and dead flowers and we'd get a big stick and we'd stir it up until it got to be the right consistency but if you think about what that's doing and it was the whole neighborhood Mm -hmm. we were all throwing stuff in there you know oh look at this crazy thing I found but we the the fine motor coordination Mm -hmm. the things that we the the social engagement that we had completely different from what kids who are stuck inside an air conditioning yep. with now, an iPad in their hand. Are we have to go to a break, but except now they're actually casting spells. <laughs> Beth, then you were just using <laughs> well, your imagination. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. Can you believe after all the recent violent protests, looting, and destruction, some communities are considering either defunding or abolishing the police? If you agree that now is the time when police protection is needed most, then it's time we stand up and support your local police and the communities they serve. Call 800-JBS-USA-1 and request your free Support Your Local Police info packet. That's 800-JBS-USA-1 and request your free Support Your Local Police info packet today. is the Kate Daly Show. When I feel all alone Like I sometimes do Hey there, welcome back. Kate Daly Show. And of course, uh, so glad to be with you today. 
Um, my pillow has wonderful products. Go check them out. They're sheets. So nice. And you know, I've had mine for five years now, and they're awesome. I mean, talk about standing uh, quality and standing the test of time. Those Giza cotton sheets are are amazing. So um, go get them and get them at such a deep discount that you can't get them anywhere else like that. And so go to MyPillow.com and use the code word Kate. Get Activate FIQ Supplements and then text Birch989898. Text my name Kate, K-A-T-E, and uh, get some good information, okay? Excellent information that could save you a lot in the long run. Um, Welcome back to the show. Melissa's on with me. And uh, we were just, we got cut off. So we just wanted to say, you know, I was just making a joke that man has society changed. The kids are probably really casting spells now. You were just using your imagination, Melissa. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, we were just, it was a whole process. Yeah. The part of the process was being able to sneak the bucket out of the the garage without my dad knowing and getting the, (laughs) the, you know, getting the hose out. None of this has, it never had anything to do with witchcraft. It had everything to do with just making the biggest mess that we could figure in this bucket. And at the end of the process, my dad was always mad mm-hmm. because we had done this in his bucket and we had to go clean it out. It was just a whole big fun yes. thing. Yes. And we felt like we were little renegades, you know, out there. Oh, we have the secret bucket. And, yes. Oh, we, you know, that was the fun of it. That right. was the allure of it. There was no attempt at <laughs> Nobody killed anything to put in it. No, there was no blood involved. It was always mud and sticks and grass. We've gotten, we've gotten fat and um, we are casting spells. Boy, we're going in a good direction. (laughs) Well, there was, I also want to point out before we finish here Mm -hmm. that there was John Dewey, who was the big uh, kind of innovator in American education in the 19th century he believed that we needed to make education relevant. And if it wasn't relevant to the child's experience or life, then it wasn't worthy of being taught. And we've now come to the end of that process. And what's been kicked out of our classrooms has been the sense of teaching students old-fashioned kind of virtue-based behavior, like good behavior or um, social manners, how to get along with each other, not in the not in the weird kind of creepy high little friends kind of way that they do it now, but just what is it to have good manners? Mm-hmm. They've eliminated things like cursive writing. We've talked about that before. What kid needs cursive when they're going to just keyboard their whole life? Well, we talked about why they need that. They've eliminated de- oh those old dead languages like Latin and Greek. Why do we why do we need to learn that? Well, there's lots of reasons. Skills, adult skills, they've eliminated shop courses, home ec courses, home management courses, and now there's been this kind of percolating let's revive some of that in the schools. Mhm. Um historical knowledge our history classes have become abysmal places and their history classroom has now become a propaganda output right and i let me tell you instead of history now we're going to teach students about world poverty you know where i learned about world poverty when i read about feudalism from the you know 13th century and i got all (laughs) that i needed to know about world poverty right right there in my history classroom right so they've they've kicked out 
you know, critical thinking skills in favor of teaching about social justice and gender equity and nuclear disarmament Mm -hmm. and world poverty. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to ask you now, I asked this question one time to a teacher who was making the case that I was old fashioned and quaint. And I said, you know what? I never learned these things in school, but I think that I'm just as smart as what I see you turning out in 12 years. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think I'm smarter than what I see you turning out. Why don't we go back to some of the actual core values of what education should be? Would love it. Some of that is letting children do the work of children, which is to play and explore their world. Yeah. Finland even had it figured out on recesses. Not much else because they're very social. Um, um, they're very much into socialism, sort of capitalism. But... Um, they, they figured out that long, long, long recesses were incredible for the kids and actually helped them so much because imaginary play is so amazing. But but they actually got exercise and everything else. And so recesses were plentiful. And in our school system, they actually are not. And they actually keep them inside most of the time. And it's really sad. We're, that's why you need to homeschool and get your kids out of public and school. recess. Yeah, recess has been used as a punishment tool yes, now. I was going to say that. You yes. don't get your work done. You don't get this little worksheet done. We're going to make you sit in at recess. And I, I've never been a supporter of that. The kid that can't get the worksheet done is the very kid that needs to go out and burn it off on the playground. Oh, great insight. Let them go Amen. out and move and run. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we have to think holistically. We have to quit breaking everything into these little little chunks of stuff it's Mm -hmm. a very you know we've talked about left brain right brain and the analytical brain wants little chunks of stuff and i'm pleading for us to begin to think more holistically about children and how they're growing as well as for ourselves it's good for us to go outside and get 15 minutes of vitamin d in the morning right we should have recess at work Yes, absolutely. And the optimum time is coming, I think, in March. So starting in March, it's a great time to go out and get that 15 minutes. Yeah, absolutely. But we we had better start thinking about our health and our mental well-being. One of the things that was also pointed out in some of the studies about alpha children, the iPad generation kids, they're talking constantly about their mental health challenges. Mm Mm-hmm. And I, the more I, I'm getting tired of the more more people talk talk the talk 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 talk, the less we get to the root of the problem. Yes. Because what are the reasons that you're hearing about mental health challenges with with youth and children today? It's not overuse of iPads in their classroom. That could never be the problem, or too much screen time, or not enough adult interaction or peer interaction that's healthy. Mm-hmm. There's just all this talk about, and I think we set up these crazy, weird standards. If our children aren't reading in kindergarten, there's something wrong with them. Right. And I remember reading a fascinating book by a woman who is now a PhD neurobiologist. Mm -hmm. And she said she did not learn to read until she was nine years old. And her parents were just, she's fine when she's ready, she's going to read and not to worry about it. And the schools were very uptight about her inability to read. And she said, you know, when I was nine, I picked up a book and just read it because I already knew. I just wasn't ready for the thing. 
Yep. We're not very humane to us. You're right. I agree. Thank you so much, Melissa. Lots of great points to ponder. Thank you for that. And I appreciate you. And of course, uh, Midwest Melissa, thanks. And Susan's coming up next, Susan Reeves. So stay with me. And a lot to talk about, as you can imagine, in the next hour or two. Chris Ann Hall tomorrow, Milty tomorrow, but we'll be right back. Hold on. The John Birch Society has been working tirelessly since 1958 to preserve freedom, safeguard the Constitution, and restore our God-given rights. We continually educate voters and lead the freedom movement. Join us as we work against a tyrannical one-world government. United as one, we can defeat this conspiracy against a free America. JBS founder Robert Welch said, Education is our total strategy and truth our only weapon. Go to JBS.org and join us in restoring this great nation. Lamar. Imagine, if you will, a world where every meme and comment is fact-checked, but not a ballot. The Kate Daly Show starts now. They told you the guys torching Wendy's in 2020 were mostly peaceful. They said that masks worked. They told you the vax was safe. They tried to convince you that Russia blew up its own pipeline. The corporate media lied too much, and it killed them. For the last 10 years, can you describe what precipitated your targeting? Yes, I'm reporting the truth about Benghazi. I was attacked by one of those NGOs that masquerades as a nonpartisan watchdog in violation of its 5013C status. It occupies a highly partisan position. I'm talking about Media Matters for America. I'm sure there's many doctors in this room, scientists who've been attacked by the same people. Um, the same people that run that, David Brock, for example, another political assassin, now runs an organization called Facts First USA, which is designed to make sure that your research, Dr. Hazan, never reaches never reaches the people or the public. There are other organizations like Defeat Disinfo, which claims to be a pack that goes after disinformation, particularly set up to target COVID and throughout COVID with General Stanley McChrystal and the other people that advise that organization. But what, you know, Senator Johnson, it's not a secret that these organizations exist. What is not widely known and talked about is that it's paid for by us. Hi there. Welcome. Kate Daly Show. So glad to have you listening. And uh, I know you care about the truth. And we have uh, Susan Reeve. So, of course, it's Wednesday. And you know Susan's going to join me and Melissa every Wednesday. And I always appreciate that so much. So welcome to the show, Susan. Hi. Oh, I'm so glad to be here today. Me too. I'm playing that Lara Logan clip again because we're going to be talking about that for just a second um, as we lead off here. And I played it this week, but it's such an important clip. It's such an important clip. I hope everybody can really, really digest that. And also, I just wanted to mention McConnell stepping down. Um, he's just stepping out of the leadership role. The guy couldn't even finish a sentence. Um, and so... He's been in since 1985. Do you think he might need to completely bow out now? Um, but he won't. And uh, so I just wanted to mention that because his score was a 50, dismal 57%. I mentioned, mentioned this in last hour. He's never stood for anything. What a horrible, horrible career. And every Republican seems like stands behind this uh, piece of work. And so he's never done anything for liberty. All those years, never done a single, single, single thing. 
um, for you and I and in restoral of any liberty whatsoever, but goes along to get along and um, and definitely feeds into the right left game and constantly talked about people going off script. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, he's, he's going out of leadership, which, which he should, but he should end it. And the people should be clamoring for him to end this dismal, horrific career. It's sad. And you know what? When I hear, when I see R and D next to people's names, I just cringe because the right left game is that powerful. It has us believing in this right left paradigm. When I meet party people that are all for the party, you know, they just love the party and, and will say hi to anybody and take a selfie with anyone that's a Republican. They just have zero brain cells. I mean, left. I'm serious. We're to a point now where it should be obvious. I'm sure you saw that news today, Susan. Yes. Well, I had to laugh because his prepared comments <laughs> included something along the line of, it's important to know when your time has come to right. step aside. And I thought, well, he missed, he blew past that deadline <laughs> by about 30 years. Yeah. That was, yeah. Ob- that was, obnoxious mm, I know. he said that that was hilarious it, it was it was and but, it was, I, but yeah. I believe he is that deluded yeah he is he is and um his career it's just he is just perfect for showcasing the party system and what's wrong with America is since 1985 you've had you know donkey-faced Mitch McConnell in there doing nothing for liberty so very very weird um, so <laughs> it's just, it's sick. It's sickening to me. Um, all right. We have a lot to talk about. Let's talk about that Laura Logan clip. I played a snippet of it. Um, I was impressed cause I watched her testimony in front of Senator Johnson's committee and Senator Johnson's committee was all about the censorship of COVID information that there were people trying to understand and come out with new information and they were censored and their careers were basically assassinated. She gave the example of um, Del Bigtree, who um, you've had on, and he was targeted for simply attending FDA meetings and filming them when they approved the vaccine and he became a target for doing those two things. And you go, wow, and it turns out the FDA was interested in persecuting him, but not actually doing their job, their real job, the job that they're supposed to be doing. So that's when uh, a light kind of went on in a lot of people's minds. But I have to say, I appreciate Lara Logan, because what most people who don't know her um, aren't familiar with her background, she actually came from South Africa. So she grew up as a teenager in South Africa, saw the apartheid wars, saw the, you know, horrendous things happening there. But then she was a correspondent for 60 minutes for 15 years, but overseas and in war zones. So this woman knows her stuff and knows who the bad guys are, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But she said, you know, at this time in our country's history, she said it was it's like when they said the lights are going out in Europe. Mm-hmm. That that's essentially what's happening now, because, as that clip says, it is our own government funding these uh, disinformation entities who say they're trying to shut down disinformation. It is our own government. Trillions of dollars they have at their disposal um, to target us. But she said, if if you want more proof, just look at what they did with Tucker Carlson. Mm-hmm. He went over to interview Putin as many journalists have done over the decades, many, and they called him a traitor. 
they called him a traitor, and all the other journalists just went mute. Mm-hmm. You know, they, did, they didn't uh, say that, no, that's wrong, he's just doing his job. But she said, what's different about now is that we have this advanced technology, all these social media sites, um, and we've never been up against this before. That is what is so different. Right. And she said, um, this is another quote, and yet for almost a decade, I have been targeted and falsely branded and accused of many things I did not do. They've attacked my work, my character, my sanity, and my marriage, and I am not alone. We are many, and we will not give up, and we will not give in to those who wish to censor the idea of free speech. It says, in America and all over the world, media companies, institutions, and journalism schools have failed all of us. And that she says we've allowed these NGOs, non-government organizations, to do the dirty work of government. The government wants to censor, but they Mm -hmm. can't technically. Mm -hmm. So they turn to the NGOs to do it, right? Mm -hmm. And she calls them highly paid political propagandists and assassins. And I, 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 she she chose her words so carefully because she only had five minutes. And she said, this is a blood sport for them. Mm -hmm. Their political allies and their puppet masters, they know how to kill a journalist without murdering them. They call it cancel culture. We call it cancel culture. In truth, it's a death sentence. And they get away with it because they have information dominance. I mean, we could learn so much. She could be the one teaching a university class, but no university would have her teach this class Mm -hmm. because she knows too much about how this is operating. Oh, amen. And, you know, I've felt that on a smaller scale, not as big uh, of a scale because mine came from local politicians. But ever since I've been on the air, as I'm exposing what they're actually doing, just like she is, right? I was told their accusations towards me are I'm a liar. Yeah, Um, (laughs) I'm a liar. And they discredit me by saying I don't have all my facts, which is a lie. That's a lie. I actually do more study than most hosts. But... All of those things are to discredit me. They've called me a cave dweller because I believe in the Constitution. They've done every single thing they can to take the heat off of what they're actually doing in office to discredit me personally, to discredit who I am and and the show that I do. And it's amazing to watch them because they're that kind of evil that they're willing to do that to not cast a light on themselves. So it's always about protection of themselves and they'll do anything to protect the evil that they're doing. And these are supposedly good people, everyone's neighbors, you know, fellow church members, things like that. And, uh, and those are the people that seek to discredit me on a regular basis so they can get away with what they're getting away with. And, um, so that I don't expose what they're doing. It's kind of amazing, really. So I've, I've experienced a small part of that. Yeah. No. And, and you are exactly right. Cause you've been at this tar- same target mm-hmm. targeted by these organizations and others. And, you know, all of us sat through those, um, history lessons where we learned about World War II and Germany and the Mm -hmm. Jews, and we all looked at each other and thought, who would do that to people? Who would persecute people? Um, Well, she gives an example. She said, the the president of the United States threatens the unvaccinated, saying his patience is wearing thin, and accused them of putting communities at risk. 
the vice president, Kamala Harris, compared January 6th to 9-11 and Pearl Harbor. Mm-hmm. And she said they did this in order to silence the opposition and justify the weaponization of government. Yep. The weaponization of government. I um, There was a great article um, that came out just recently. A woman has come forward and said that her husband had been on the, on the Capitol grounds at January 6th, not inside, and he mm-hmm. was even picking up trash. <laughs> and when they came to their house, the FBI, they came with armored vehicles <laughs> and made her stand outside in the cold while they yeah. ransacked the house. And she miscarried her baby the next day. They were standing outside. She was standing outside barefoot. And you go, that's that's just like, that's what we learned about Nazi Germany, yes. isn't it? It's, it's so yes. shocking. So she said, uh, Lara Logan said, we're witnessing another, it's called shaping operation to influence the outcome of the 2024 election. And this time, the false claim is, if Trump wins, mm-hmm. then it will be the end of democracy. That's their new shaping. Uh, and it's a way to sabotage. It's mm-hmm. a sabotaging operation to sabotage free speech. Right. And on this scale, we have never been up against something. I think Nazi Germany and the Soviet Union mm-hmm. did. They were the ones who advanced this kind of huge propaganda. Mm-hmm. United States took it over. But now we are in whole new territory on the scale. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to come right back more with Susan. When we come back, um, of course, stay with us. The Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com. Visit all my great sponsors. Keep us on the air. Be right back. Self-reliance. It's not a phrase we hear much in our culture these days. It might conjure up images of pioneers, the West, rifles, strapping men, and strong women. But what does it mean for us in today's world? The New American Magazine has just released its latest collector's edition, Self-Reliance, Foundation of Freedom. In it, the New American authors outline the necessity of self-reliance for a free people, tips for self-reliant living, and the importance of not giving up hope. This unique edition includes articles on the self-sufficiency of the founders, preparing for a worst-case scenario, firearms, financial self-reliance, the importance of community, and many other topics by expert writers. Now, for a limited time, The New American is offering a bundle of three collector's editions, Self-Reliance, The Great Reset, and Trump World, for just $19.95. A great stocking stuffer, available at shopjbs.org. Visit shopjbs.org today. This is the Kate Daly Show. I saw my baby just the other day. She told me that she had to go away. Interesting song. Uh, welcome back, Kate Daly Show. Make sure and text Birch Gold. Buy your gold and silver from Birch Gold. That's who I trust. If you want my recommendation. And, um... I've dealt with different companies. Birch Gold is amazing. And they are what they say they are. And you're going to love the experience. It's expedited. It's amazing. And they'll give you free information on um, on uh, what to do with your IRAs and your retirement and how to protect that with gold. With gold. 
uh, crypt, uh, sorry, digital currency is coming at us quicker than we know and quicker than we can, I think, even think about happening. And so just take the time to make sure and create some peace in your life and make sure you have that text birch gold 989898. Just text my name, Kate. That's all you have to do. K A T E and you're done. Send it off. Okay. Um, Susan's with me and, um, there's a lot to talk about. You want to talk about a movie recommendation. Oh, um, yes. I watched the movie by um, Sofia Coppola, directed it, mm-hmm. Priscilla. It was based on the book by Priscilla Presley about her life. And I thought it gave a lot of insights that we've never seen before about why things turned out the way they did. Mm-hmm. And just what a toxic culture Hollywood yeah. was and how she was the sheltered girl mm-hmm. who ended up in that mess. So. You know, I thought um, it was just a really unique take, Mm -hmm. and I was really glad that I watched it. Priscilla was involved in that, in the making of it, so people should probably know that, that she was in, this was her story, her side. But the one thing I could never get over, Susan, was why the guys that set uh, Priscilla and Elvis up, the the higher military ranking guys, why they were so insistent about getting this 14-year-old girl who really wasn't that special or in any way, but why they went to bat to get her in with Elvis, to go talk to the parents, to get their consent, to get her in the same room with Elvis. Did you, did that strike you too as kind of off, kind of strange? The movie answers that question. And it had to do with the fact that she was from Texas and Mm -hmm. he was homesick. His mother had just died Mm -hmm. And he said, none of these other girls that I've met are from America. Mm -hmm. He said, I've just been desperate and just homesick, really homesick. So they had this star in, you know, Mm -hmm. in Germany, and he was morose and depressed, and they thought this would cheer him up. Mm. So, and her parents were completely opposed. And so they really had to work on the mom and dad. Yeah. I wonder what they were given to I mean, I wonder if they were given anything. I don't know. It just struck me when I was watching it. But um, interesting. Yeah. Um, it is interesting. And when we were talking about... Oh, um, Mary Poppins. Mention Mary that. Poppins yeah, yeah, came yeah. out. Hmm. And the powers that be have decided that a G rating isn't appropriate for Mary Poppins. That it actually needs a PG rating. Because in one scene where the children have blackened their faces with soot... <laughs> They are referred to as Hottentots, and Hottentots was the the Dutch name for a group of uh, southern black Africans from Africa, and the Khoi Khoi, and uh, the word Hottentots has now given it a PG rating. Forget the fact that nobody remembers what that means. You know, no child watching that, even the parents would even know or catch that, Mm -hmm. but... And, and isn't it funny that Disney puts out so much vile stuff, that mm-hmm. hypersexualized, foul language, <laughs> and that seems fine, but yeah. heaven forbid we use an archaic right. reference. But they would change um, a rating for that. <laughs> That's amazing. It, it, it really just defies belief. And mm-hmm. there's a few others that have been changed, too, like Watership Down, where a bird tells one of the rabbits to something off. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, they've become hypersensitive, very mild language, mild violence and threats. So, um, yeah, interesting development as that is the world's problems are multiplying. They've decided to focus on 
Oh, and addressing um, Mary Poppins. Right. Um, because, you know, that's <laughs> that's the biggest thing they can offer up. Amazing. Um, also, I, I was just going to say, please get to um, Ordinary Angels. You'll really like that movie. It's uh, it was done very, very well. And it's also something that the whole family can watch. And I promise you, you'll like seeing it. it. It was worth seeing. And I don't say that very often, but Ordinary Angels was really, really touching. And you'll, it'll give you some hope in humanity again. And you should see it without even looking it up. Just go see it. It's only PG, so you can bring uh, some of your kids, I would imagine. But it's, um, it's really, it was touching. And it was a true story. So Ordinary Angels. I would go see it. Um, it's it's worthy worthy of the time spent, and you'll reflect on it for a while too afterwards because it's uh, it's emotional and um, it's good. I actually really liked it. Emotion in a good way, not the leftist way, <laughs> where everything's emotion. <laughs> Be right back, Kate Daly Show. More with Susan Reed when I come back. Are you fed up with where our nation is headed? Here at the John Birch Society, we know how to fix a reckless, corrupt, and out-of-control government. It starts with patriots like you. We believe the only way to liberty and national sovereignty is to not only understand what's in our founding documents, but demand that every elected official adhere to them. The Constitution is America's only solution. Join the John Birch Society today. Visit us at jbs.org. Is the Kate Daly Show. I didn't ask for you, but you fell in my glass of wine. Welcome back, Kate Daly Show, Crazy Messenger Song. And uh, welcome back. Visit my great sponsors, uh, help us stay on the air. And I so appreciate that because truth is so hard to come by now. And um, you're not hearing hardly any of it out there. In fact, um, most everyone is controlled now and uh, controlled on messages. They might give you messages of truth, but at the end of the day, they'll always protect the elite. And that's kind of how it works. And I'm in the industry and I'm telling you that's how they operate. And uh, I've had to make a career outside of mainstream media and it hasn't been easy. I'll tell you that much has not been easy. Every obstacle in my way. Um, but we try our best here. Susan Reeve is on with me. Susan, what direction do you want to go in? Um, I would like to just talk about um, an update on Ukraine and a foiled chemical attack, chemical okay. weapon attack, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is an article out of the New American, and they said that the Russians have said that they stopped a chemical attack by Ukraine. Now, people can say, well, that's just propaganda. But what if it isn't? And what if the chemical that they're referring to, it's called BZ, it's a chemical warfare agent. It's known as 3-quinsalidinyl something. It's an odorless, bitter-tasting powder that can cause hallucinations, delirium, blindness, and impede one's ability to perform basic tasks. And uh, due According to the Chemical Weapons Convention, it's been signed uh, all over the world, including Ukraine. They have banned this substance, but the United States makes it, mm-hmm. and uh, it's, uh, it's a confiscated chemical agent, and it's considered weapons of mass destruction. So they thought and believed and con- found out that Ukraine was poised to use it, 
the agency published a video showing a group of operatives bursting into a single-story building, arresting one of the suspects, and depicted several pictures of small vials filled with chemical agents. So they're saying that the United States um, gave it to Ukraine, and Ukraine was going to use it. So, of course, denial, denial, denials all around. But what's interesting to me about to me about this is we have given them some things, and that's and recently. So you may have noticed in the news that there was a news about an Abrams tank, several Abrams mm-hmm. tanks um, that was demolished by Russian forces. Mm-hmm. And they said it's part of their demilitarizing operation. So their goal is to get these things off the battlefield. What I thought was funny is that those had been promised to Ukraine Mm -hmm. back in January of 2023 and only recently delivered. So they were supposed to have been delivered over a year ago for the big offensive. Remember the big Ukrainian Mm -hmm. offensive Mm -hmm. that failed? Mm-hmm. But they just got the tanks. And I thought, you know, if the Ukrainians were smart, they would listen to American citizens who say, don't expect the American government to show up on time with what they'll say they'll show up with. <laughs> who puts their faith in mm-hmm. the American government to mm-hmm. save them? It is a fool, right? <laughs> yeah. I Well, I'm, I mean, on the border, the reason that we provoked them into an action against the Ukraine was the bioweapon labs that you mentioned before, right? The chemicals, the chemicals, uh, the bioweapon chemicals, which, of course, came from us because they got all of our money and, and everything else. And then um, the drones that were going over provoked them. And they said they said all this. And what's funny is, is that our government is still selling the lie that Russia just attacked them for no reason. And obviously, when you listen to the Putin interview, you find out otherwise. <laughs> there was much more going on here than was talked about, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And he has said in the past, Putin has, that you know, Ukraine was a cobbled-together country after World War II. It included a lot of Russians. Those Russians were under attack, et cetera. Yeah. But here's something else that happened. This article points out two days ago, a bunch of Western and NATO leaders got together in Paris and... Uh, they said one by one that they are not sending troops or people or, you know, more equipment, uh, no ground trips, no soldiers on Ukrainian soil. This is Germany. Mm-hmm. Germany said they are absolutely not doing that. And then Macron said, well, we, we can't exclude anything, but there's no consensus today to send any ground troops or any troops at all. Um don't and you so, don't you wonder what's actually going on over there, and if I, anything's actually going on over there? Well, I I do. Yeah, it's like anything mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. people who've gone to the western part of Ukraine see people sitting out in cafes mm-hmm. and going about their business mm-hmm. just like a normal European city. So they're thinking, what in the world is going on? Yep. Um, uh, the Polish. Prime Minister has said that Poland does not plan to send its troops to the territory of Ukraine. So they're using really specific language, no troops, no troops. Meanwhile, our government has said, if we don't send money to Ukraine, we may have to send American troops. Which... You know, come on, that is such an obnoxious threat. Google Earth, Google Earth the Ukraine. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. Google Earth that country. It's very interesting. Yeah, I I just don't don't buy it. I just don't think a whole lot's going on. And um, not in the way that they're telling us anyway. 
No, and uh, Germany has also said, pointed out that the United States, um, that active duty Western military personnel are currently banned from taking part in Ukrainian conflict. Active duty Western military personnel. So that would include Western countries, you know, Mm -hmm. Western Europe, they're being banned. I don't see how they think Ukraine can overcome Russia at this point. And the media is starting to seed the narrative that Ukraine might not win. It might be a, quote, stalemate, and we'll have to be okay with that. Mm-hmm. And so I, I would ask people on the left, how can you tolerate being lied to yeah. this much so often and the narrative's just not coming true? I, I don't see how these people retain any, you know, uh, you know authority. Mm-hmm. You know, they're working overtime to try to loot the country, um, try to decimate this country, and they have to work overtime is my point. Why do they have to work overtime? Because people are starting to figure stuff out, and they're starting to figure out that being called a conspiracy theorist, well, those people usually have it right. (laughs) So I think that there is a concerted effort to double down and the more they double down the more they show their hand the more the more they're showing their cards and it's actually getting comical at this point because the lies are so crazy crazier than any conspiracy theorist can come up with a theory so i think that's where we're at i really do i i completely agree and i think it's to our advantage that they're having to show mm-hmm. more and more mm-hmm. of their hand yeah and then we know how to counter them. Yes. So it's um, it's like we're, we are, as Scott Adams said, watching two different movies on one screen. And he said, you want to be listening to the people who are most predictive. Mm-hmm. You know, when Colonel McGregor had said, Ukraine can't win this war against Russia. Mm-hmm. I mean, Russia is like five times or bigger, um, the number of troops. So he was right. He was absolutely right. So we were watching the right movie. <laughs> yep. I think there's a lot more of this. And um, and when we, I, I think the laziest thing anyone can do, and actually it makes the person now look like a total moron, is when they go, that's a conspiracy theory. Because then the, person's real, the person they're saying that to realizes they haven't done any research, any homework, and they listen to CNN and Fox News, and that they don't have a whole lot going upstairs. Whenever I hear that from somebody, I, I lose faith in them as a person. I'm like, so you don't read, you don't study history, and you don't know anything, because other, otherwise you would never say that, because we know people conspire and have conspired since the dawn of time. Go read the scriptures. People conspire. So to say that people have to have not even, not even two cents of intelligence because you wouldn't just never say that. So it's just lazy now when people do it. And now people are starting to finally realize that. I love the memes that say, um, so the conspiracy theorists got it right again. And that is the truth. Usually it is. So be right back. More with Susan, the great Susan Reeve. We'll be right, come right back. Oh, honey, it's great protein. Don't be picky. Eat your crickets. Many are following the lead of the United Nations to replace your meat diet with an insect diet. 
It's an all-out war on meat, farmers and ranchers. Don't let new green policies place controls on your life and overall freedoms. It's time to get us out of the UN. Go to JBS.org or call 800-JBS-USA-1. This is the Kate Daly Show. Welcome back. Kate Daly Show. Happy to have you uh, tuned in. And, of course, uh, you can stream it live. You can go to frankspeech.com on your Roku and watch it at night. You can uh, go to Rumble after the show and watch it there. Um, just so many options. And, of course, stream it live during the afternoon. We change the time of the show next week on Monday. And we change that to... Um, I'm getting some scratchiness going on. I'm not quite sure why. Um so we changed the time to 1 p.m. And I just want people to realize that on Monday. And instead of 3 p.m. Mountain, it's 1 p.m. Okay. Um, not sure why. It's getting real scratchy. I'm not sure. Can you hear that, Susan? No. I. It okay. sounds great to me. Okay. Perfect. Maybe it's just on my side of things. Okay. Um, go right ahead, Susan. I know you have a lot to talk about with embryos. Yes. Yes. Um, there was a, a Supreme Court case that was decided... Um, in Alabama, mm-hmm. and it summarized the summary is that embryos, so used for in vitro fertilization, can be considered children. And the reason this has come to fruition is that a lot of times these embryos become um, a fact in divorce cases mm-hmm. where both sides or one of the sides is trying to get the embryo and the other side is afraid that the one side will use the embryos um, alone. So, for example, people know the Sofia Vergara from Modern Family, the actress. Um, she divorced, and her ex named their frozen embryos and then sued in the name of those embryos in court. Um, he lost because it was... It wasn't, he lost, but he was saying they have a right to be born. He argued that he can make that happen because he's created a trust in their name. Mm -hmm. He has a surrogate who can carry them. So they already have both the X and Y chromosome. They're, you know, living but on ice. And he said he would father them. He would take responsibility. And um, he said leaving them on ice is like murdering them. And so now it has put the brakes on a lot of IVF uh, conservative states because all of a sudden those IVF facilities are worried Mm -hmm. that if embryos are considered fully children, then any mistake, any malfunction in a freezer, I mean, you can see how this would become very problematic, right? Mm -hmm transportation and those embryos die is that like the death of a child is that going to be considered murder Mm -hmm. so this alabama supreme court said yes a frozen embryo is a child and right now Mm -hmm. there are a million frozen embryos stored in freezers Mm -hmm. across the country and that's just across this country well and so it's i believe it's a child i mean i i I mean when it comes to abortion, they try to say it's a clump of cells. It's not. It's a it's a viable, could be a viable baby, right? Could be. 
Yes, mm-hmm. it could be a viable baby. It's not currently viable. Right. Um, and even once it's implanted, it, it wouldn't be viable outside mm-hmm. um, because embryos are, you know, babies under 20 weeks can't survive very well or very often. I mean, it's extremely rare. But they're saying, is do we treat embryos outside the body morally in the same way that we treat them inside mm-hmm. the body? And in most jurisdictions, it's different. So you can um, be convicted in some states, I believe, of vehicular manslaughter if you cause a car accident and somebody mm-hmm. is pregnant. You right. can also be charged for the death of that baby. Now, if it's an embryo, I'm not sure how that works. But they're really in red states, conservative states, they're pushing fetal personhood and the idea that life begins at conception and that they are already children. Good. So interestingly enough, we were just talking about Germany not wanting to send troops on the ground. Do you know that in Germany, they are considered people? They are considered persons. And you go, in Germany, really? Those, it, you know, you wouldn't expect yeah. Germany to have that kind of stance. But the reason is it does not allow the destruction of embryos because the embryos are identified as persons in their constitution. And it's for the historical reason that they reject any kind of selection associated to life and will do anything to protect the dignity of human life. Why? Because they have the worst record, um, you know, practically in human existence Mm -hmm. of, of killing the Jews. So they've kind of said, you know, we're not getting on the bandwagon at all Mm -hmm. about creating selection. Now contrast that with Canada, that's doing tens of thousands of euthanasias every year. Remember how they said it was going to be extremely rare in Canada when they mm-hmm. passed the law? Mm-hmm. There was a case recently where a woman was confirmed by the court to have had a COVID vaccine injury, and they recommended to her euthanasia. She was paralyzed. Yeah. Yeah. And so, isn't you know, we've injured you and now we'll be happy to kill you, help you it, die. Isn't right? that amazing? You know, we, Milty <gasps> and I were talking about Kevorkian and um, and now it's like everyone's on the bandwagon. Like, yeah, that's 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 how far we've gone in diminishing the value of life is it's fine to kill somebody off <laughs> for their for their but, own, quote unquote, benefit. You know what I mean? It's strange. It, 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 it really is. And so the fact that there are divorces and then fights over the embryos is really how we got to this place. Mm-hmm. But this, we were always going to have to come here to make these decisions, right? Yeah. And so they said if these embryos are going to be have to have to be kept on ice indefinitely because if you don't want to use them, what are you going to do with them? Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't want to donate them because some of them are used in research, right? right, right. So that's an ethical dilemma. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is going to increase the cost of IVF, they say, because that is going to be factored into the cost, that they'll have these indefinite freezers. I don't know how much room an embryo takes up, to be honest. I can't imagine that it's <laughs> going to, <laughs> that if they say it's going to cost us millions more. But, um Yes, you have to have backup generators for these mm-hmm. types of things, right? Jeez. So it's good for us. It is good for us to have to face this. It's mm-hmm. good for us to have to discuss this. Oh. I don't like it. In, I don't like um, it. They said 2% of women 
um, use IVF, in vitro fertilization, Mm -hmm. so outside of the womb. And I don't like the idea of the cost of that going up. It's currently about $15,000 per treatment, Mm -hmm. up to $30,000, which is a lot. And have you known anyone to do IVF? Yes. And um, it's interesting where we're at on the role of creation, what we've done with creation, God's way of creating and helping us to create. It is amazing. You're right. And we're going to have to have to come to Jesus moments over what we're doing and why we're doing it. And this, the systems that we've set up and um, in particular abortion. But I think this IVF thing brings up a whole lot more questions. So I appreciate that. Thank you, Susan Reed. Uh, thank you. Always my pleasure. Yeah, thank you so much. Always bringing her research uh, to the show. And of course, Melissa too. Um, Midwest Melissa, thanks for a great show today. And of course, tomorrow, Chris Ann Hall will be joining us tomorrow with Uncle Milty as well. See you tomorrow. Be faithful, be fearless. And uh, of course, see you tomorrow. Go to katedallyradio.com. Thanks, you guys.